is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the on air. The air. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. That's right. It is all about to begin. You're along for the ride. Hand tie your seatbelt. Get ready because you're in the cruise control van. We're taking you on a ride around the automotive industry. Les is already choking. It's yep. <laughs> it's no, wonderful. I'm, it's <laughs> I'm I, I'm just trying to eat this cotton candy before uh, before the show starts. Ah, good. Well, I'm glad to see you're eating healthy, Les, because we've got a lot to get yep, to. Absolutely. The first story up. Hope for the best, plan for the worst. Car companies are planning for an economic downturn. We'll tell you what the domestic manufacturers are doing. And no, it's not build more $80,000 pickups. That would be one solution, although the the profits are so high, I think they just won't build anything that they don't sell a half a million of. Mm -hmm. Anyway... Uh, dealers have many new cars and trucks on the lots. The only problem is their 2018 models. That's right, already two years old. Wow. We'll talk about buying one of them if it's a good idea. And if you can get a good deal, I think you can. And Infinity says they're ready to take on BMW's X4 with a crossover coupe. Hmm. Okay. That will be fun. And uh, the Wrangler, good old Jeep Wrangler, gets a wobble fix. Yeah. Been, been a problem with those. Been a problem with those because of that straight front ankle. Ankle. <laughs> straight front axle. They don't have ankles. And they no, have axles. Not anymore. Not yeah. since they put an axle in. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Karma and McLaren will show their latest tomorrow at Pebble wow. Beach. Uh, can't afford to go there, so I'll just watch it on TV. Hmm. Meanwhile, Ram prices uh, prices out its light-duty diesel, which, that's an interesting vehicle. Yeah, and they're going to make that engine available in any model, whether it's a, a standard cab tradesman all the way up to one of their most expensive models. So we'll talk about that. And I'll have an at-the-wheel review of the all-new 2020. 2020. 2020. Yes. Uh, Kia Telluride SX. When we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control Radio, that's the show you are dialed into, and we're glad you're along for the ride. Don't forget to check us out on the web, uh, and you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, just put a bunch of photos up of that uh, new Kia Telluride SX Brand new, brand new model in the lineup. Man, it is slick looking. It is really, it really is. slick looking, and they can't keep them in stock, I hear. It's uh, a lot of demand for it. So, hey, when we come back, we're, we're going to tell you about uh, the plans for the worst and an economic downturn. We're also going to talk about drivers behaving badly in a number of ways. So stay tuned to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. You got a great car. Cruise control. 
Welcome back to Cruise Control. Les and Fred at the wheel of the van. And we have a lot of news in the auto industry. And of course, sometimes the news is good, sometimes bad, sometimes speculative. And that's what this is about. Uh, There's concern everywhere about a recession. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, uh, if you look at what's been going on in the stock market this week, it dropped at one point. Right. Was it five hundred? Maybe more. Eight hundred one day, um, and and it's all because of the bond yield rate inversion. I've always had trouble with that, Les. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a. I think they have an antibiotic for that. But anyway. <laughs> Um, this is, you know, the car companies, which have to think in terms of three and four years out. Right. Uh, they have to make big, big, big decisions. Yeah, because remember, they're building these cars. They are developing cars sometimes five years in the future, right? That's right. And you have to not only develop it, but you have to figure out how many am I going to sell. Right. And yeah, it's hard to do when... When you're worried about an economic downturn, for instance, 2008, mm-hmm. when new car sales dropped by, what, 40%? Something like that. Uh, this article is about a Reuters, uh, it's a Reuters article, about a report that two American automotive giants are making plans for the economic downturn. Of course, there's a trade dispute between U.S. and China, and frankly, the Chinese market, which manufacturers really depend on these days, is is not doing all that well, even before uh, trade disputes, right? That's right. Uh, so because of the instability going on. They hate um, in- instability. Wall Street hates yes. in- instability. Uh, and, you know, so Ford, uh, for instance, has set aside a cash buffer of $200 billion Wow. How, you know, when you put aside that much cash, how much cash could you actually get your hands on? I, I like to keep $200 billion in my account, you know, just in case there's, you know, work around the house or something you have to take care of, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, only, I only keep about $100 billion. Well, you're living dangerously, uh, my friend. <laughs> well, but, you know, and, and it's always there in case I, you know, have to buy new clothes. Or, <laughs> yeah. Your shoelace breaks. New refrigerator. (laughs) Um, But GM uh, only has eighteen billion in cash. Yeah. Uh, This is you know this is scary. Well, you know even beyond this trade dispute, uh, you look at the Chinese market, and there's a lot of manufacturers coming up very quickly, and they can be given you know, preferential treatment in that market very easily by the government uh, over there. And, you know, markets could drop there. And that is a very important market to manufacturers. Um, Bob Lutz said something. He said probably the only manufacturer that won't come out of this um, situation, should it develop, uh, would be Tesla because they don't don't have $200 billion in cash or even $18 billion. That's in right. cash uh, to, to keep going, right? That's right. They could just shut the doors. Yeah. Um, so, or more than likely be sold to somebody. 
don't know who, but somebody would buy yeah. the tech. They would buy it just to take it off the market, you know? Um, or or buy it to continue, uh, you know, with, with a brand. With a brand, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so somebody looking to jump into the EV world and, and get a big head start. But uh, this is the preparation. We will see how things go here. But there's a lot of things going on. And, you know, the economy works in a cycle. It's like anything. Um, and, you know, our last big downturn was, uh, well, over 10 years ago, right? Well, that's right. Um, and typically, 10 years is kind of a long time without, uh, as they say, corrections. Corrections, right. So... That said, there's a lot of good product coming out, a lot of good product in the pipeline, um, and we will continue to cover it on Cruise Control Radio, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we'll we'll get the news out as fast as we get it. Now, let, we always like to help people out when they're buying cars here, and let's say you go to your dealer, Les, and you're like, uh, okay, you got any 2020s? Yeah, we got them. Oh, you have some leftover... 2019, pretty common because typically the the it used to be that the new year the new cars would start coming in around September October, so you have plenty of left leftovers. But what about 2018s? Yeah, we'll talk about that when we come back. Is it a good idea? And what kind of deal can you get? Because there's a lot on the dealers' lots. We'll talk about that and plenty more on Cruise Control Radio. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. You're on Cruise Control. Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Lesson Fred here. Now, suppose you were going to buy a new car. Okay. Fred, but you want to get something as cheap as you can possibly get. Ah, uh, well, there's plenty of models out there that Absolutely. are pretty inexpensive. But, uh, and, and you know, of course, that this is the best time of year between now and October to buy a leftover 2019 car. Right. Because dealers actually get uh, incentives, holdback incentives and commission incentives to sell the unsold cars. Right. But but what if a dealer said, well, you know, you want to buy a, a VW Beetle, um, and I got 2019s, but I've also got some 2018s. And this is what's going on, uh, according to J.D. Power, uh, a total of 3.5% of sales last month were 2018 models. Uh, That's a lot. Of 1.4 million new vehicles sold last month, about 49,000 were 2018 models. Yeah, these are new, unsold 2018 models. So what do you think? What, is this a good idea or not? If you come in there like, yeah, like you say, well, you know, I got a 2018. Now, that vehicle's kind of been sitting around. That nobody's it's been driving around. it. Yeah, you got you got several factors, I think, to, that you need to look at. First of all, the, on the downside, uh, the, the dealer has been paying, you know, his floor plan. His He's been paying interest on the money that he borrowed to keep that car on his lot. Right. Um, and on the downside, the car has been sitting. 
So the gas tank needs to be drained. The tires need to be replaced. And, you know, maybe the oil changed just for the heck of it. And it's just baking Um, outside in the sun, you know? It's been baking outside in the sun. So that's the downside. Now, on the plus side, you should be able to negotiate a really, really good deal. The car's depreciated, like all the others, in two years. Right. Three model years old now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that the dealer is is being given incentives from the factory to unload these things. The factory doesn't want to buy it back. Right. So what do you do? If you decide there's something there you really like, you that Beetle, for instance. Right. Which was, let's say it's a Beetle convertible, $27,000, 2018. Um what what I would do is I would just sit down. I'd, I'd say I want to talk to the general manager. Uh, you know, let's just sit down. I want to know every penny penny you've got in this car, mm-hmm. and and uh, that's you know minus uh, the, all of the incentives and that you would get for selling this, um, and. I'm willing to pay you. I'm willing to buy you out at an even wash. Oh, you, you make no money, you don't lose any. You mean just make it go away and, and everything's yeah. even. Interesting. Yeah, and, it, and in that case, I would offer him like fifteen or 16000 Wow, shoot a low number. Well, but you know what? He may be willing to, to just get rid of it. He may be. Or it will at least say, okay, all right, all right, let me let me give you a number, you know, and then, uh, but you have to do your homework, and you have to decide, is it worth it, and will you take a chance on a car that's just been sitting there? Now, it's still under warranty. But yeah, the factory has to warrant it just, just like it's brand new. I would go out and start driving it, though, while it is still under warranty and see if there's anything going on. Because the worst thing, as you know, we say it all the time, is not to drive a car. People That's right. People say, oh, I'm going to just keep it in the garage and whatever. And it just it goes bad sitting there, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Now, in, in a case like this, all the parts are brand new and, and they haven't been uh, really subjected to any loads. Mm-hmm. Um, it, since it was built. So I think a simple uh, replacement of the tires, uh, clean out the fuel system. Oil change. Oil probably. change. Everything else, I'm sure, is fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, you want to warm it up, you know, slowly and drive it slowly for, you know, 50 miles. and Check out the just, AC because that could, yep. you, the seal's going to dry it out and that from not, you know, the refrigerant has the oil in it. So if they haven't been hitting those seals in a while, that could have been dried out. Make sure everything works. Yeah. Uh, but I think you could you could probably get, a, a, you know, a very good, reliable new car uh, for, you know, 60% of what it would have cost new. Yeah. And, and, and fix a problem for a dealer. Yeah. Well, one problem, one one vehicle they won't have a problem moving just yet is because it's not been built. And this is the Infinity. I don't think we have a name for it yet. I think this is going to be revealed. Uh, let me see. Dealerships next summer, the QX55. It is a crossover coupe. Now, we have 
seen this with the GLC Coupe and the BMW X4. And some of these are even four-door crossover coupes. It just basically right, means right. the back is rounded like a sedan. Remember those? Oh, yeah. Well, sedan. Let's see. That's It's ancient. It was like, you know, people could get in and put stuff in the trunk. Yes. You may recall that we're going back very far here, Les. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But uh, QX55 is going to be powered by a 2-liter turbo 4. Uh, and it is uh, inspired by the first generation of XS, FX performance crossover at Infinity. Um, and they're looking to play in this space, as they say. So probably next summer we'll see that. I would imagine uh, we'll see it revealed uh, along the auto show circuit, right? I think so. I think it'll do pretty well. Um, you know, Infinity is a respected brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, this will be assembled in, I can't say that name, Agua Caliente, I guess, Mexico, at a $1.4 billion joint venture plant that is owned by Nissan and Daimler. Interesting. Uh, yeah, well, that's, you know, actually, it would be kind of fun to go to Mexico and look at some of these factories. Yeah, brand new modern factory, $1.4 billion. So there you have it. That's upcoming. Uh, and now on to a completely different topic, completely different vehicle. Uh, there has been something called death, death wobble uh, been occurring in some Jeep Wranglers. It is a common problem when you have a straight axle. You will even see this, uh, you know, the guys that modify the cars in the 50s for drag cars. They would put a straight axle in them and the front end would be up. If yeah, it's, that's right. If it's not set up right the wheels, the front wheels will start wiggling, wobbling and you shaking violently. Right. Uh, yeah. And this has been happening in certain new Jeep Wranglers. When you hit a bump or a pothole and the wheel starts shaking and the, really the only way to stop it is to slow down because everything is just vibrating at a certain, certain frequency, right? Yeah. It hits a resonance frequency and it, and it's slow to stop slow to stop it certainly would be uh really scary if you were on the highway to do this the only thing you could do is look around get to the right and and slow it down and and get out of that because frankly that could shake a lot of things loose couldn't it well it could but worse it could just uh it could make you end up having very high difficulty steering mm-hmm so they're not doing a recall on the Wrangler. This is according to a, a Detroit Free Press article. Uh, they were facing a lawsuit over this, but to address it, uh, FCA is going to install a new steering damper or stabilizer in affected Jeep Wranglers. This is not a manufacturer recall. It is a safety note, a customer satisfaction note. Yes, yes. A CSN. <laughs> right. Um, now, it has to be a technical service bulletin. Well, we will talk more about this when we come back. We'll also talk about some new vehicles you'll see at the Pebble Beach Concours d'Elegance and Ram pricing out its light-duty diesel, plus drivers behaving badly on Cruise Control Radio.
control. You may find yourself in Pebble Beach at the Concorde d'Elegance, wearing fancy uh, clothes. <laughs> please pass the sherry. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about Sherry, but I'm sure she's very nice. But anyway, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, they'll be styling it up at the Pebble Beach this week. Uh, actually, tomorrow we're going to see the reveal of a couple of um, very cool vehicles, including the Karma Automotive SC1 Vision Concept. It's a two-door, um, open-top, uh, very cool concept car. Electric, I'm sure. Of course. It was designed and engineered in less than 12 months. Okay. Well, uh, as long as all the parts are in it. It's going to have... beautiful car, by the way. 5G connectivity, artificial intelligence that understands conventional language and commands, camera-based eye-tracking system, is capable of biometric identification... With the help hmm. of eight radars and six LiDAR sensors and half a dozen external cameras, the SC-1 is ready for being ready for the autonomous driving future. Now, I'll ask you this, Les. This is a very sporty-looking car. Is that something you want to drive itself? I would rather drive it myself. Uh, I would rather, well, in, in the city, I'd rather it drive itself, but elsewhere... Uh, I would drive it. It looks like a like a sort of a futuristic Aston Martin. Yeah, I would agree. C certainly, the nose profile, and very the, long the wheels. Hood. Yeah. The wheels look hopelessly large. They look like a Hot Wheel, like a Hot yeah. Wheel car. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. So that will be shown. Of course, Karma is the new business that uh, took over um, Fisker. Fisker. Yeah. And they'll show the 2020 Rivero GT alongside the Karma GT uh, there during Monterey on Sunday, August 18th, the Monterey Car Week. Uh, but they're not the only ones, Les. Uh, McLaren has a two-seat Roadster that they're showing. Uh, looks mid-engine to me, doesn't it? Looks mid-engine. Yeah. Uh, looks a little like the Batmobile. Looks a little like the Batmobile. Uh, does it even have a windshield? I don't think it does. Yeah, I don't see a windshield. Yeah. Uh, it's an unnamed two-seat uh, Roadster and will join the McLaren's Ultimate Series that uh, includes the P1, the Senna, and the Speedtail. I know you have all of those. In diecast yeah, form, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, it is open cockpit and will take uh, road. <laughs> this is this is so corporate. It will take road focused driving pleasures to new levels, hmm. according to McLaren CEO Mike Fluitt. That'd be a great I name for gonna, a pilot, wouldn't it? I think it's going to take road. Uh, bugs in the face uh, <laughs> to new levels. Maybe it's a retractable windshield, or maybe they just could left be. it out of the rendering somehow. Yeah, could be. Or the, it comes with a you know a, a, a helmet and a face shield. Well, it is a V8 power found in the Senna model, and it will be one of the lightest cars ever produced, including because of that carbon fiber tub that they are so famous for. Uh this will have some kind of crazy zero to sixty time, won't it? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, handling too. Yeah. So uh, it, it will be like an aerial atom with more power and a body. That's right. Yeah. And a heater. And a heater, <laughs> but no windshield. <laughs> you you can look like you're on the rocket sled. The guy on the rocket sled with the with the uh, face blowing back. Right. That that's right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think it might be a little uncomfortable, but those two will be revealed, and uh, it should be an interesting time at Pebble Beach for that. You gotta you gotta wear nice duds to that. Normally, car yeah, you events you can't you you can get by with anything pretty much. You, know? you have to wear a blue blazer and a uh, you know a straw hat bowler. Uh, I have a blue blazer, and I have, uh, I have I one have too. I do have a straw and... hat. I could do it. Yep, and white white pants. Yeah, which is perfect to walk around in a field and look at cars in, right? Exactly, and deck shoes, you know, from your yacht. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. We'll talk about these reveals next week. They're pretty cool cars. Really. Uh, oh, they are. Really stretching the the imagination. Um, I'm th- I'm thinking it might be a retractable windshield that goes into the frunk. That's what well. I'm I don't know. It says open cockpit. Yeah. You know, like as in open barnstormer World War One airplane. <laughs> I just wouldn't want to wear a full race helmet all the time I went out on the street, would you? No, that's that's true. <laughs> well, you pick up your date and you say, Here you are. Here's your helmet. Here you are, Rita. Here's, here's your helmet and face face mask. And I have a fireproof suit behind the uh, you know in, right. in the frunk for you, you know. Yeah, and put on your uh, five-point harness with anti-submarine strap. Exactly. Yeah, probably not the best, but let's move on to something a little bit more common, and that is uh, the uh, Ram diesel. But but before we do that, I have to bring this up. This is another weird story this week. One person that bought a 2019 Ram 1500 has is having their vehicle recalled. One person. It is a one-vehicle recall because of a problem with the instrument cluster. Isn't that crazy? It is amazing. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, the problem has occurred because the Ram 1500 instrument clusters, a few of them were made with suspect software, but it affects one vehicle. Well, why don't they just call the person? I think they should just call the person and say, yeah. "Hey, it's just you, man. You're lucky, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll put <laughs> this instrument cluster yeah. in your car." You know, this is you know, Mrs. Mrs. Jones. This is Alan Dugov of the uh, of the Ram factory. Um, you got the truck that we did the wrong dashboard in. <laughs> So, so if you'll come in, we'll give you a whole new dashboard. <laughs> and and uh, and I don't even think it's the whole thing. I think it's just the instrument cluster, Les. It's, yeah, it's the cluster. And I, I really shouldn't be much of a big fix. No. But why not? But Oh, well, sure. I, I would give them a personal call. Some executive, the head of RAM, should call them and say, hey. Yeah, they should. And they should say, you know, we'd like to buy you a lovely dinner, you know. Yeah, we'll make sure so, you're taken care of. So That's right. So uh, let's talk about another Ram model, and that is the Ram diesel pricing, which was released this week. 
Uh, interesting thing about this, the, e- the eco-diesel, uh, which is the, the small version, their V6, 3-liter, the new version of this now, it's an engine built in, in the Cento plant in Ferrara, Italy. Uh, it will be a $5,000 option, uh, which means it's about a $3,000 premium over the Hemi, e-torque or a 3300 uh dollar option over the in the tradesman bighorn lone star rebel and laramie base models the big thing here is this is going to be uh put into the lineup across the board so you can get it in a regular cab tradesman or you could get it in one of those longhorn lone stars uh or the very popular rebel model and it is rated to pull 12,560 pounds, uh, which is a big leap from the outgoing uh, truck's 9,300-pound rating. And that will pass Ford's F-150 Power Stroke diesel, which is rated at 11,400 pounds. So what what would be, like, that's six, a little over six tons. Would that be like one of these enormous... Um, you know, mobile uh, rec- recreational vehicle trailers. Sure. That would tell that. And the good thing is it's not a big giant truck <laughs> that you, you know, you could use, well, you could use that. Uh, you could use that, um, you know, as an everyday truck, theoretically, as opposed to having That's, a big dually or something. Yeah, but typically they, these would be a fifth wheel kind of thing, right? Yeah, it could tow a fifth wheel with that. Yep. You wouldn't get the stability of dual rear wheels, but you would certainly be able to move it down the road. Yeah, big long horse trailer or something like that. Yeah, and have yeah, and, and have and not have to go and step up to a heavy duty, um, right vehicle. You know, so there you have it. There you have it. Although most people probably step up the heavy duty vehicle anyway. But uh, yeah, true. Hey, when we come back. We're going to tell you about drivers behaving badly, including using a vacuum to empty your fuel tank. That didn't go well. Hmm. A bratty kid sinking a brand new BMW that was just given by his uh, dad. And one motorist using eight phones at one time. Plus, we're going to review the brand new Kia Telluride. So stay tuned to Cruise Control Radio. Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Fred and I were talking over the break uh, about people who buy cars and aren't happy with them. <laughs> or have them <laughs> bought for them and they're not happy with them. Which is uh, something that we would not tolerate. No. But, but <laughs> some people do. We have a series of stories here called Drivers Behaving Badly. Yes. <laughs> uh and the first one is a gentleman called Akash, a young man. He's in the northern part of India. Uh, his dad bought him a brand new w, a BMW F33 series, brand new car bought for him. Um, and he kept telling his dad, I want a Jaguar because the BMW is not big enough to take my friends for rides. So he got the brand new W, 
Only problem was he drove it into a lake because he didn't want it. And he he was rescued, but the car eventually, I guess, was pulled out. But there was a shot of the video of the back end of it going deep underwater. So obviously it's ruined. This guy's a little spoiled, don't you think, Mr. Uh, he's a lot spoiled. Um, they should have just thrown him back in the river. <laughs> and locked the door. <laughs> People like this uh, are never going to amount to anything. No. They're going to be disgusting people their entire lives. I have an example of this. I was going to college on Long Island, and I parked, and uh, a guy was standing out looking at his car, and it was a, I would estimate, a two-year-old Corvette, uh, you know, so from the uh, late 70s, uh, silver, red, looked great, but here was the problem, Les. It was two years old, and one of the screws had come loose from the front license plate, and it was hanging down. And this kid was standing there, and he said, Do you see this? I'm forced to drive this. My oh, dad man. better do better step up and buy me something new. Look at this. The plate's falling off. I said, I agree with you completely. This is terrible. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to offer you 500 bucks right here, and I'll buy this car from you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, The plate's falling off. The screw's missing. It's terrible. Who could ever use this? <laughs> Exactly. He didn't take the offer, but, uh, you know, I was fully prepared to pay $500 for a two-year-old Corvette. I'll fix the license plate. Oh, definitely. Uh, <laughs> even wash it. Uh, perfect car. Silver with a red interior. Nice. Yep. Great. Bought People from my just... daddy, I'm sure. Um, yep. There's more, though. A trooper in uh, Washington State pulled over uh, a driver who uh, was sitting on, well, actually, the driver was sitting on the side of the road, and he thought he was, uh, uh, had the car had been disabled. Uh, trooper walks up to him. The guy has got a foam cutout built into the console of the car with eight phones going at one time, all playing Pokemon Go at one time. Just, just again, again, um, you need to just, Put it down. You know, go, put it down. Go to the go to the surgery and do a frontal lobotomy on these people. <laughs> well, he the uh, the trooper made him turn them off, put them all in the back seat, and you know then the guy was able to move forward. But he had stopped on a highway playing this. What is with people? What is with people? Yeah, uh, and that brings up another one. Finally, in we go to Germany. A lady uh, came in, and, and this story is great because they say this is in the don't ever do this category. A lady uh, filled up her vehicle uh, in the gas station, but she used the wrong fuel. Right. right. She put it in it her a, Volkswagen Passat. Yeah, it was a diesel, and she put gas in. I had a friend that did that with his Mercedes. Well, what would most people do? They wouldn't. You know, not start the engine, and you'd have to have the tank right. drained. You have the car taken to the shop, and you have it drained, and everything's fine. She had another idea. Helped by the young <laughs> well, <you> attendant. Know, <laughs> it seemed like a good idea. Yes, it seemed like a good idea. She went over to the vacuum cleaner uh, used to clean out the car, and they tried to suck the gas out of the tank. And what happened? 
<laughs> there was a <laughs> big was... fire, and the car was burned to the ground. See, the, the elements of this make sense. You use a wet, dry vac. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all this is good, with the exception that people don't understand how, how a vacuum cleaner works and what these electric motors look like. They always have an arc in them. They have an arc because they have brushes. Right. And and they suck in stuff. Right. <laughs> right. Past the motor, which means gasoline vapor, which means the ch- probability of ignition is, oh, 100%. <laughs> if not higher. <laughs> <laughs> if not higher. Yeah. Uh, this is what I call a brush with stupidity. Yes. Yes. Seemed like a good idea. <laughs> I love how it says, we will put this in the don't ever do this category. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, not not necessary to put a sign up. Yeah. Oh, well, probably she'll say, she'll probably, it's in Germany, they probably won't sue. But in the U.S., they would sue and say, no one told me not to use the vacuum cleaner to evacuate yeah. the fuel out of my tank. Th- that's right. Uh, $33,000 worth of damage. Wow. Crazy. Mm. It's just crazy. <laughs> and and she had to buy a new vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she blew that thing up for sure. So, hey, let's move on. Uh, we have got a uh, a great vehicle. This is one of the hot hot ones. New vehicle, 2020 Kia Telluride SX V6, all wheel drive. Beautiful vehicle. The panels and glass were flush. This looks like. This looks like a, a, a Range Rover to me. Very modern looking in the front in a beautiful everlasting silver, which was a bluish silver with black wheels. Uh, this, like any Kia, is a great deal. I mean, I don't know how they do it for the price they do. Uh, leather interior, heated and ventilated front seats, captain's chairs in the second row, uh, all the safety features, blind spot collision avoidance, rear cross traffic collision avoidance, forward collision avoidance, highway safety assist, lane keeping assist, parking distance warning, navigation with uh, UVO link, uh, a 10-inch touchscreen, Android Auto, Apple CarPlay, Sirius Radio, front uh, power tilt and sliding sunroof, um, the list goes on and on and on. The SX all-wheel drive features uh, for this model included 20-inch black finished alloy wheels, LED headlights, uh, low beam uh, LED headlights, fog lights. There were four of them in the front, a very cool styling technique. A rear sunroof with fixed glass, second-row captain's chairs. Wow. A 12-way power driver's seat. Uh, memory driver seat and outside mirrors, Harman Kardon surround sound audio, right? Uh, and then we had some options, including a, a head-up display with a 110-volt inverter, Napa leather seat trim, premium cloth headliner and sun visors, uh, carpeted floor mats, carpeted cargo mat, and, and special interior lighting. This vehicle was only $47,000... $47,310, that's including handling. It's built in West Point, Georgia, USA. Uh, the engine's from Korea and the transmission's from the USA. What a deal for a huge... Yeah. And the, less people were stopping me saying, what is this? 
because it says Telluride on the front. It doesn't say Kia on the front. It says Telluride. Uh, very, very big hit for Kia. Full-size SUV. Now, the mileage, not so hot. 24 highway, 19 city. Uh, but this is a big vehicle. We're going to have more about this vehicle. i got to tell you more. We kind of ran out of time. But 2020 Telluride SX V6 all-wheel drive. You're looking for a big SUV, great coverage uh, on the uh, warranty, a lot of, lot of uh, great styling. Hey, we'll see you down the road. Don't forget, we have our live show from Corvettes at Carlisle next week. Take care. Bye-bye.